This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome back to Rock M Radio. I'm Quentin Corkywell, a new Rock M writer, contributor to Mizzou Athletics. Uh, joining me today is fellow Rock M contributor slash writer, Adeen Rao. Adeen, say hi to the people. How are you doing? Hello, everyone. How are you guys? Pleasure to be here. Where uh, where are you? Are you, in, are you still in Colorado? Yes, yes. I am right now uh, in Colorado Springs, Colorado, uh, with my family, uh, living life with the family. You know, you know, having a good summer away from school. How well, how far away are you are from uh, from Boulder? So I think I'm about. I would like to say like an hour and a half to two hours, but I'm not really. You know, I'm not a topographer or anything. I don't really know. Okay, I was gonna ask. Um, are the majority of people around you? Because I know Air Force is obviously right there. Yeah. But is are the majority of college football fans around you Colorado Buffalo supporters or not? Yes, I, I where I work, uh, there's a lot of people that wear Buffs hats. Um, you know, I've heard some pretty wild takes about Coach Prime at work. I can't lie at the water cooler. You know, some great ones, some ones that just made me want to go back to work. Um, and uh, there are this few Air Force fans. Those are the ones that I actually find. The most intriguing to talk college football with, they're they're very enjoyable to talk college football with because they just love having fun. It's just like typical service academy football. It's just fun. Are um, how are the Colorado people feeling about Colorado? Just out of curiosity, uh, they're optimistic but cautiously optimistic, and and you would expect that from a fan base that has, you know, gone through the trials and tribulations they have the last couple of years, especially with the whole Mel Tucker thing, um. And, you know, they, they are, they are, you know, they don't, they don't think what the, what people would say, maybe the media thinks about college, uh, Colorado, 
Um, obviously, there are level-headed people everywhere, but they they are optimistic. They think that this team could maybe be bowl eligible, but they're not thinking this team is gonna, you know, shoot for the stars year one. They understand it's a lengthy process. A reasonable fan base, a rare sight. Crazy, oh, crazy. Maybe uh, other people should try that sometime. Um, anyway, we're not here to talk about Colorado. That's for another day. Today, we are going to talk about a dean's PFF cards. Um, now, if you, the listener, do not know what that is, a dean. Thankfully, you're here. Could you explain what your PFF cards are and, I guess, why you wanted to make these PFF cards? So I'll start with talking about my vision here. And my vision here is in the world of college football, I think there has never been a larger disconnect in any of the sports, the major sports groups in this in this country right now with analytics than in college football. I think in college football, it's very common to just look at the the, the raw stats that you'll see on an ESPN box score. When, in my personal opinion, I think that there's there's more to look at. There's better ways to judge a player, and and there's more to see that that isn't gonna be behind like a hundred fifty dollar paywall. And what I wanted to do is bring it to people in a cheap way, but a visually appealing way, to make it simple for the average college football uh, fan to uh, you know understand. And that's that was my vision with this. And what these cards are is basically with it's a Google sheet that you know people pay for for like two dollars a month per position. And what you can do is you when you get access to the sheet, you can basically just click on the 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 drop down menu. And when you click on the drop down menu, um, it will show a list of players. You click on the player, and boom, it will show all of his stats in form of a percentile. It's really pretty. Um, and you know it's it's something I'm working on. I, there's data back to 2014 on this stuff, and I really want to uh, you know get this to the forefront of this college football community to get our community you know thinking smarter about college football and to inform you know everyone. And I want I want writers to see this kind of stuff so they can expand their view on college football because you know I've noticed a lot of communities, especially the hockey community, which is where I got this inspiration from. They um. They do this stuff, and the hockey community is so analytically driven with the way they look at players, and it really enables amazing discourse on the sport, where I noticed that college football discourse is often hostile, opinionated, not objective. It is, it is very, very biased. It is very media-driven, article-driven, sentiment-driven, and I don't like that. I want it to be more, I want people to be, you know, to be more, you know, insightful with the way they look at college football. Uh, no, I, I totally get it. I mean, like you follow the NHL, I follow the NFL and the NFL has certainly embraced talking about football, not just with opinion and feeling, but also not just surface level statistics, but actual, not, not like analytics are necessarily better than surface level statistics, but it's another way to talk about it. That's that when used correctly in an argument is beneficial for a certain argument. And I agree with you in that college football fans, at least the ones that I've interacted with, that kind of that that way of talking about the sport is very sparse and not nearly as as existent as it is in the NFL and the NHL and hell, even like the NBA. Um, And also what I really like about yours, and you mentioned it, is that it's a lot easier to digest than what a lot of analytics sites currently present um that's actually what i wanted to ask you about next um so right now you've made pff cards for quarterbacks and running backs correct 
Yes, that's what's out to the public right now. I give people the option to uh, bundle the two for, for three as opposed to paying for each individually for $2 a month. Um, and what they are is basically they, they you know, I can show, I can present it and really show it because I think there's no other way to learn it vi than visually. Um, and so what it is is uh, essentially I can just Right here, uh, for the Mizzou fans, obviously, I can search Brady Cook for the simple thing with the click of a button. Boom, I can pull up his stats, right? And just to, I have named these stats uh, as opposed to their like actual name to make it more simple for the viewer. Like, you know, a stat like accuracy is aimed pass percentage, but, you know, I don't want to put aim percent on there. I want to put accuracy, right? Because that's what it is. Uh, depth here is at average depth of target or a dot. I don't want to put a dot here. I'm just going to put depth, right? Protection is a mix of time to throw and defensive pressure rate. And together that describes how much a quarterback, you know, has time, you know, is, is, is how comfortable he is in the pocket. Security is turnover worthy play rate. Uh, scramble is pressure to sack rate. The clutch is your big time throw rate. Drops is obviously self-explanatory. How much the receivers drop his footballs. Uh, batted is how much is batted, and then these two are obviously your vanilla stats because I don't want to completely abandon actual statistics, you know, like raw surface data statistics here. I want those to play an effect. And all together, this creates the value added to team. That's what VAT is. Uh, protection and drops have a negative effect, so if a quarterback gets really good protection, obviously it's going to, like, for example, Stetson Bennett, it's going to negatively affect their value to the team because obviously a, a quarterback in a good situation with good protection is going to perform better. And all this together, you know, it's visually appealing. At least I tried to make it as visually appealing as possible to make it understandable for anyone who wants to look at it. And with uh, with the running backs, could you quickly explain what each of the statistics, statistics excuse me, on the running back cards means? Yes, uh, I can. I'm going to go ahead and pull those up right now. So uh, I, I don't know if you can see it. Are they up right now, the running backs right here? I can still only see Brady Cooks. Okay, let me go ahead and change my window. Present, share screen real quick, and running backs. Okay, so here's running backs. We're going to go ahead and look at a Mizzou, a Mizzou fan favorite, you could say, Cody Schrader, right? Cool. This, is, this is Cody Schrader from last season. And... Uh, these stats are also pretty interesting. We have breakaway, which is how uh, their ability to break away in open space. Tisk tisk Georgia game. That one still stings. Um, and we have their elusiveness rating, which is how they can evade tacklers in open space. After contact is their yards after contact. Uh, security is their fumble rate, obviously. Explosiveness is a PFF signature stat that basically explains how explosive a running back is through the gaps uh protection is obviously the kind uh there it's basically their yards before contact that they get drops is obviously how they how much they drop the ball when they're receiving route run is their route run separation as a running back uh touchdowns per attempt is pretty self-explanatory and then yards per attempt and all that together makes value added to team the only negative affecting one here and this one is just protection and uh obviously cody Schrader. Our running backs as a whole, we can look at Nathaniel Pete as well. Uh, they they don't really get the best protection, although Nathaniel Pete had a better season because he's pretty good in the breakaway speed and elusiveness. Just as a whole, our running backs have a tough time with the protection, so that needs to really change. But yeah, you can see stuff like that in the snap of a finger. 
how did you so did you just import all this data into a spreadsheet like what was the what, how did you do this like what was the process behind getting all this information into one spreadsheet so yeah uh pff has a feature where you can download their data as a csv and uh i'm very i'm pretty well versed with with google sheets i am very familiar with it i've used it for a long time then I, I love formulas i've learned a lot about it and basically you can i uh, most of these stats i have kind of merged and created myself they don't offer it immediately upon getting it per se but um basically the the stats together just put in a grid and i um you know use the percentile rank formula to put it into a percentile and all together that makes the stats it's it's really intuitive and these cards themselves are basically v lookups from that stat sheet which i have hidden because uh, just by PFF terms of service, I have to keep it hidden uh, because I can't sell their raw data directly. Okay, yeah, no, that actually makes a ton of sense. I don't blame you. Um, <laughs> I did want to ask about now specific players now that we've gotten the basic understanding of what these cards are. Were there any players um, that pleasantly surprised you, players where you didn't think their percentiles in certain categories or a certain category were going to be all that high, but they were higher than, than you expected, whether it be a quarterback or a running back? I can tell you a player in the running back that I was never going to expect to be as low as he was. And it's uh it's a it's a it's a darling of college bush, Travion Henderson. I can actually pull him up right now. This one it this one shocked me a lot. So, um, you know, these numbers are crazy. You know, obviously I know that he is a great quarter uh running back, and I know he had injuries this year. And and this is something I've really learned is you can really see how Injury-riddled players are affected by in these cards. How much an injury and playing with one can can you know deplete a player? Because once I get the historical cards done for running backs, I'm sure we're going to see a much different Trayvon Henderson card for 2021, for example. So that that's a player, the running back one. I think one player he didn't get exposed per se, but um, he got this one really. Sh- shows the tale of the story it really shows the scheme and it's Bo Nix for Oregon uh Bo Nix this one's insane um this guy is 99th percentile on accuracy 95th percentile scrambling 94th percentile on ball security 96th percentile on protection that Oregon offensive line really good at protecting him but why is that why is that also the case because of the system they run it Oregon fans know and people who watch Oregon football know they run a lot of RPOs and they run a lot of tunnel screens and because of that, a number like his average depth of target is going to be extremely low, a, a very similar to an air raid system. Air raid systems typically have cards like this. And so it really offers insight as to why Bo Nix broke out last year and how so. And it's, you know, it's because of how great the system he's playing is. is uh, you know, it's obviously Bo Nix is a smart quarterback, which is why he can operate in that system. But it shows, you know, that his system is really, really, really 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 intuitive for quarterbacks and it's i think it's the future of college football really um what oregon's doing over there and i think this can also explain why justin herbert was not thought of as highly because the oregon offense which prioritizes short passing uh might have been the worst possible thing for justin herbert who is very good at throwing the ball very far and can do that very accurately so i think when you get to historical cards you haven't gotten to 20 what year would it have been 20 one 2020 or 2019 i'm pretty excuse me because yeah he was the 2020 draft because he was the same draft as burrow and tua um but yeah i think you're gonna see 
a similar card, at least in terms of the depth. And I will laugh because that, uh, again, that offense was not very suited to Justin Herbert's strength. And exactly. Did not, show him off, did not show him off the way that I think other college football offenses would have. And you bring up not showing off a quarterback, and this is where I can transition to historical cards that I'm working on right now. So this is kind of like a Rock M exclusive, really, because I haven't released these to the public yet, uh, and I plan on releasing them soon. These are the historical cards. I'm working on them right now, so all this stuff is crazy. Um, but if you look at this, I actually have... Uh, I can pull up... Uh, first of all, I can pull up Patrick Mahomes. Okay, this is a quarterback that everyone wonders, how did Cliff Kingsbury not win games with Mahomes? This is 2014. This was his first year. And this is, you know, you can see this is a, a, a young quarterback who showcases, act, uh, you know, above average accuracy, premium passing depth. You know, he's good at getting big time throws in, um, you know, with a good and he's good at producing despite getting bad protection, but obviously has some ball security issues because he's young. Right now, this is this is something that would irk a lot of Texas Tech fans. You look at his 2015 card. Look at this. One of the best arms in college football that we have seen in the last in, in football in general, the last 30 years, 21st percentile in depth of target. It's very similar to a situation like Herbert. These quarterbacks with arm talent in college, some of them are being held, you know, held, uh, you know, down by the systems they play it. And it's crazy that you get to see that with these kind of cards like this, the insights. That's really cool. So with historical cards, are, is there anyone that you haven't gotten to yet that you're really excited to see what their cards look like for any reason whatsoever? Oh, yeah. Joe Burrow, 100%. I am very excited to see the difference between 2018 Joe Burrow and 2019 Joe Burrow um, because obviously he had an, an immaculate leap. Or if it was a, you know as big of a leap as people thought, right, were the underlying numbers there? right to 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 set up that success uh success or was it just like an insane leap that like the media portrays it to be right the college football media all says that you know if a, a quarterback can make a massive leap he's the next joe burrow you know um but joe burrow himself says that you know there wasn't as much improvement as people think it was always there right mm -hmm. so i want to know what what's the validity of that claim you know that's that's a card that i really wanted to see okay I'm excited for that. And then are there, we talked a little bit about this before we started recording. Are there any trends you're noticing with, I don't know, maybe something like players like Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow that make it to the NFL, what their cards look like versus someone that didn't. Um, you could do this with running backs too, or just any trends you've been, you've noticed that have caught your eye. Yeah, I can actually pull up Jared Goff as a great example. Uh, I have noticed that quarterbacks that stick around in the NFL have have to have a good mix of accuracy and depth uh and college football darling quarterbacks that are good um typically don't have one or the other uh, a good example could be uh cody kessler cody kessler was statistically a great quarterback in college but what do we notice here we see that he was only throwing in the 20th percentile of average depth of target Everywhere else, he's good. I mean, everywhere else, he is good. And he's in the 99th percentile of quarterbacks as a whole. And I think if you go to 2015 with him, the same. It's the same story, right? Um, but he didn't make it too much in the NFL. Why? Because he didn't showcase the ability to spread the field. And I'm noticing this with a lot of quarterbacks. And I think it's really, really interesting. It's I'm not to say that if a quarterback's not throwing 
a large depth of target, they're not going to make it. Obviously, and, and that's one thing I want to preface with these cards. These cards should always be a supplement. I never want these to become the end-all be-all because this is a, a little bit of a toxic thing that happened in the hockey community is that when these kind of cards came out, people would just be in an argument and slap down this card and uh, their card, a player's card, not say anything. You know, act like it's the gospel. And I don't want that. I want it to be a supplement for people to know more about the quarterbacks, but I want the eye test to take into account at the same time. Right. That's um, that's very level-headed and reasonable of you. There aren't many. Uh, there aren't many like you out there, Dean. I hope you know that. <laughs> Thank you, Quentin. I I really just you know I just don't want I don't want to create something. I don't want to create a bad culture with analytics because that's not what I want. I want analytics to be a supplement. Like I said, a supplement is is what it, this is always going to be. Is that because and and you'll hear coaches say this coaches that are a believer in the numbers in baseball hockey every sport they never say it's the end all be all now obviously there's some teams like the Tampa Bay Rays that they rely on it more but even them they say it's a supplement to what we do right and that's what I want it to be I don't think numbers should be the end all be all in anything uh, I appreciate you saying that you now have uh, vocal receipts that uh, Dean Rao is not crazy uh, he is level headed. He not only knows what he's talking about, he is assuring everybody that this is not a thing that should be your only reference. So now you all know. Um, Adin, uh, just a couple of final questions before we get out of here. Is there anyone in college football this coming season whose PFF card you think could look drastically different from what they were last year? Oh, 100%. I will actually show him real quick. This is a card. I, yeah, I, the, I, these are, I thought, well, you're just revealing these like uh, they don't cost any money. They have, you're not here. You know, it's never, it's not com like about the money for me. It's more so about sharing it. I'm so excited to share this kind of stuff. That's why I love it. You know what I mean? I can hear but, it in your voice. Yeah. I, I love, I love these cards. And this player is one that, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it sucks that this is a, this is a, an audio only pop. Well, I guess maybe a, a visual version will come out eventually, but it sucks that this might be audio only. Yes. Spencer Rattler is the card. Um, Spencer Rattler, he a lot of South Carolina fans will tell you this. That offensive that, that offensive system last year, I think it was Satterfield, right, was their coordinator. Uh, or Sat I don't I don't remember his their quarter, coordinator's name. They threw behind the line of scrimmage more than any other team in college football, despite having a Rattler who has a cannon of an arm. And a cannon of an arm. And I think, and when they took away his play calling duties for the final three games, Rattler was incredible to finish the season last year. And so I think for a, under a whole season of that, he's going to look unbelievable. He's going to, he's going to be, he, I would be very disappointed if he didn't show out next year and was one of the top quarterbacks in college football. I would be because he has the talent to do it. He's accurate as well. Yeah. We might, uh, we might see a Jeter jumper. Oh. At some point, if uh, he's feeling really ambitious, that would uh, that would be the cherry on top of the Spencer Rattler uh, development train. All right, Dean. Um, just finally, before we get out of here, where once again, I think you mentioned it a little bit earlier. Where can people find these PFF cards? Yeah, so uh, they're on my Twitter at Adine Rao, um, Adine Rao underscore. Uh, there's, I have a link in my bio to my Patreon, and uh, that's where you can basically just uh, you know click to subscribe to any of the tiers that I have and request access to the spreadsheet once you do and i will as soon as i can put you on the spreadsheet and on this on the spreadsheet you'll just be able to very quickly click through the cards 
and uh, you know, see see what you want to see. Really, it's it's gonna it's really really intuitive, really easy for the user uh, and self explanatory. I have a legend on all my pages that explain each stat. And if there are any questions, my messages are always open to talk football with anyone. And I I, I love I love good college football discourse. It's my favorite thing in the world. Adeem, your words were dancing today. I appreciate you hopping on and talking about your PFF cards. Um, we, uh, I don't know what episodes we have planned for the future, but uh, this was just a little bit of, bit of an intro. Adeem, can we uh, expect any other positions or when any other historical players can come out? Is there a timetable for that yet or no? Yes, so as of the airing date of this, which is uh, Wednesday, July 19th, I can expect, reasonably expect the historical quarterback cards to be out on Saturday at the latest. Uh, after that, I aim to work on 2022 wide receiver cards. And I by the end, by, until college football season, I'm going to work really hard to make sure that every position on the field, I'm not even joking, every position is done. Are we including kickers and punters? Yes, we are, because I need to do. I need them for the roster builders. I, I want to do a roster builder, actually, is what my main goal to finish with is. So we can get strength of scheduling numbers and stuff like that. Just just a massive analytics network is my goal here. And Dean, you are amazing. Keep on that ambition train. You're doing great. Thanks for hopping on and talking a little bit of college football analytics. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Rock M Radio, a proud partner of Fans First Sports Network. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to see more just like it beamed directly into your personal device, just click the subscribe button below. Beep. 
Uh, and you can find this podcast through the Apple Podcast app or for iPhone or the Google Podcast app for Android or whatever app you use to listen to your podcast. Uh, we are also available on Spotify. Just search for Rock M Radio. Uh, and if you like other sports, Fans First Sports Network uh, is a podcast network that has uh, coverage of all other teams, Major League Baseball, uh, MLS, uh, NFL, whatever you want uh, to listen and, and read about. It is a great, great network full of really fantastic podcasts. So look them up and subscribe uh, to any and all of those podcasts. Uh, Rock M Radio will be back with more episodes coming soon. Thanks. Thanks.